Record cold. Maybe not Canada, but snow in Texas? Even while tropical storm Zeta heading for Gulf Coast states? All the while, California praying for rain, fires, evacuations again, north and south weather in 2020. Albuquerque, New Mexico, was down in the 20s, Fahrenheit, and snow last night, coldest in October ever. Experts predicting that up to 100 cities would face record lows across the western half of North America. But California is getting hot again, struck by more wildfires. 91,000 evacuated 40 miles from our studios. A little rain last weekend, but high Santa Ana winds blew in right behind, causing fires to spread quickly. Let's pray for rain in the Golden State. Daniel's friends knew a thing or two about fire. Daniel knew about cold. He spent a cold night in the dungeon with a pride of lions. But Christ was there with him, protecting him as he prayed. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series this week called Pray for Keeps. I know this week's title is a little bit odd. Maybe you remember as a child playing for keeps. This touchdown wins the game. This trade of doll or toy is permanent. It's for keeps. So when we think about praying, are we all really praying for keeps? Are we praying that the Lord's kingdom will come? Are we praying that his will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven? Do you want to see change in the world? Then it begins with you and me on our knees praying for keeps. In a moment, we're going to look back at the prayer life of Daniel. He was in exile, surrounded by godless people. But he kept his eyes on the Lord and remembered what was more important. It's a good reminder we all need to hear. After this program, I'd like to give you an opportunity to support Haven Today. And as a thank you, we'll send you the first season of a new TV series called The Chosen. This double DVD not only has all eight episodes... It also has a couple of bonus programs, including The Shepherd, that launched the idea for the show. And we've been hearing from so many of you who've enjoyed this unique look at the life of Jesus, as told from the point of view of women and men who he called as his own. There's never been anything like it. So just call us after the program, and the number to call is 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or to watch some excerpts and see the significance in your life, you can visit our website and make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And one more thing about prayer. For your gift of any amount, I'd like to send you the 30 Ways to Pray for People in Authority prayer card. It's filled with scripture, front and back, that you can use to pray for your country and your leaders. Keep it with your Bible. Use it every day especially in the next few days. Ask for 30 ways to pray when you call or when you go online. And when you do get in touch with us, leave us your prayer request. It would be our privilege to lift your needs before our Heavenly Father. Well, let's get started with a song by Rend Collective. More than all we ask, than all we seek, all our hopes and dreams. Are immeasurably more than we 
This is Haven Today in a program called Pray for Keeps. That's our series this week. I'm Charles Morris, and you just heard immeasurably more 
performed for us by Rend Collective and opening this program today. Do you believe that God is able? That's a statement I think all Christians can give a hearty amen to. But do you believe it? Or is the world so out of control that the Lord is going to have to go to plan B now? The Apostle Paul famously said that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we can imagine or ask. Think about the kinds of things you've asked God for throughout your life. His Word tells us that He can do more, immeasurably more. Throw out whatever you've used in the past to calculate what the Lord can or will do. God's Word is plain. He can do immeasurably more. We're in a program this week called Pray for Keeps. We're looking together to the great prophet Daniel. If ever there were a person who believed that God was able to do immeasurably more, it was him. As a young man, he was carted away from the land of God's promise to Babylon. It was under the most unimaginable circumstances that God proved himself able. And Daniel had a front row seat to it all through the practice of prayer. The prophet knew that God is able, and he was praying for keeps. I want to read a portion of one of the most beautiful, moving prayers in all of Scripture. Here is some of what Daniel prayed in chapter 9 of his prophecy. Listen up now. I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed, Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant of love with those who love him and keep his commandments, we have sinned and done wrong. We have been wicked and have rebelled. We have turned away from your commands and laws. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, and our ancestors, and to all the people of the land. Lord, you are righteous, but this day we are covered with shame. The people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel, both near and far, in all the countries where you have scattered us because of our unfaithfulness to you, we and our kings, our princes, and our ancestors are covered with shame, Lord, because we have sinned against you. Now that is coming from Daniel 9, verses 4 to 8, and that's exactly what Daniel was doing in this remarkable passage. Sin, shame, scattered. This is the pattern that God's people found themselves in 600 years before Christ. They were supposed to be a holy nation. But instead, their hearts were guided by idols. By and large, they became pleasure seekers. And it was only during national crises that they suddenly realized they needed someone more powerful than their false gods to rescue them. Precious few, like Daniel, were faithful in season and out of season. It was the prayers of the few that did so much good for the many. But I want us to notice what a prayer like this requires. What does it take to tap into God's immeasurable ability? Confession. Well, you and I are finding ourselves in the midst of some of the most tumultuous times that I can remember in my life. It's time to get on our knees and confess what could possibly result from praying like that. Well, I would say amazing things. Let's take a look. We need to confess our powerlessness. Daniel's homeland had been sacked. The temple 
torn down stone by stone. The people were raped and murdered and forced into slavery. And it's during times like this that God demonstrates we are powerless. Over and over again in his prayer, Daniel contrasts the Lord with the people. It's the Lord who keeps the covenant, not the people. It's God who is able to turn their fortunes around, not the people. This is what we need to be doing with our prayers. We need to be reminded just how powerless we are apart from the Lord. Jesus said it himself, without me, you can do nothing. Nothing. It is through Christ alone that we receive true power. I can remember a time in my life, a little over 30 years ago, our youngest was a toddler. On the way back from a trip to what is called the Jersey Shore on a 4th of July weekend, that little boy came down with a high fever. We tried everything to bring his temperature down. Children's Tylenol, cool, wet cloths, even an ice bath. Nothing worked. We had recently moved to Philadelphia. I was working with a ministry there. We had few friends, but the friends we had knew Jesus. They gave us the number of their pediatrician who also went to our church. We called. She wasn't home on that holiday weekend. The fever refused to break. We called our new friends back, and together we did the only thing we could do. All four of us prayed. Once we finished, laying out our requests, pleading for divine intervention. We said goodbye and felt our son's forehead, and the forehead felt cool. His fever was gone. And when the Christian doctor, that pediatrician, called back a half hour later, we were able to report to her how the Lord had worked. We just needed to pray, and pray we did. The Lord is able when we are weak. We are so also like the Israelites. We will do just about anything to avoid admitting that we're powerless. We like to think we are resourceful enough to make it through any hardship. But God uses hardships to bring us to the end of our rope. And it's there that we see with real clarity what a profound gift prayer is. Prayer is access to God. You are powerless by yourself. But Jesus has opened a new and living way into the very presence of the Almighty. You, believing brother or sister, are invited there today by faith. You're invited to receive the power of the Lord. I wonder how many of us are in panic mode during an election season, especially if you're in the U.S., and indeed the world can look quite different, whatever the outcome is next week. If it has taken a national crisis to wake us up to just how much we need the Lord, then God help us. May he give us such an awareness at all times, not just when it feels like the world is burning. And may he give us the peace that surpasses understanding as we take a cue from Daniel and declare that God alone is able to do immeasurably more. There's another detail in this prayer we need to come to terms with. Daniel shows us that we're not just powerless. It's worse than that. We're wicked. We don't just need power. We need forgiveness. Whatever the Israelites hoped God might accomplish for them, there would be no confidence without this. 
Daniel understood that their dire circumstances were the result of their own sinfulness. And we need to come to that same understanding, too. Now, I'm not saying that the situation in our world is the same as that of Israel, but I am saying that any suffering in the world is meant to draw us back to the Lord in repentance and renewed faith. And when the political climate has turned so sour, we must be ready to consider how we have contributed to it. It's not just the politicians. It's not just the pundits on TV. It's you and it's me. It's the way we speak with others, especially online. It's the feelings we harbor in our hearts toward other image bearers just because they are going to vote differently than you or me. We need to pray for keeps, like Daniel did, and confess our sins. Look at everything he was willing to say about himself as well as his people. He said, we have sinned. We have done wrong. We've been wicked. We have rebelled. We've turned away. We have not listened. We are covered in shame. How often do you call out your own sin like this, like Daniel? And are you willing today, wherever you are, to see that you too contribute to the sins of your society? Maybe the reason we don't often pray like this is because we so easily forget the greatness of God's mercy. Daniel could recall all the lurid details of Israel's disobedience, not because he liked to wallow in despair, but because a prayer of confession comes from a place of confidence. Here's what Daniel told us in verse 9 of Daniel 9. The Lord our God is merciful and forgiving, even though we have rebelled against him. So for all of us who've joined together on this radio program today, I would ask you to put your guard down for just a moment. It's never pleasant to remember that we are sinners, let alone how deep down our sin can go. But Scripture's testimony is this. We have not loved God as we should, and we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. Our bent toward sin has contributed to the very things we don't like in the society in which we live. But there is freedom, freedom in prayer. True freedom is coming gladly before the Lord our God and confessing not only that we are powerless and sinful, but that his great mercy is great and his steadfast love endures forever. If Daniel could confess that 600 years before Christ Jesus was born, how much more should we be willing to do it now? Christ has power that God is able to do immeasurably more. He forgives not just our most besetting sins or the ones that worry us the most. He forgives them all. He forgives the past, the present, and the future. That's the scope of God's love for you. In these next few days, we need to remember that changing the world begins with confessing our sins. That's what a Christian does. May the Lord forgive us for contributing to the problems of our world today. And may he forgive us for putting so much stock in worldly elections, leading us to forget that Christ is King. Come to Jesus in faith and remember what it's like to trust in his promises. Come to him 
knowing that whatever you're asking for, He can and He will do immeasurably more. God is able, He will never fail. He is Almighty God, greater than all we seek, greater than all we ask. He has done great things, lifted up, He defeated the grave. song that fits what we were talking about in the message today, God is Able by Travis Cottrell. 
on a haven today. Pray for keeps. Now, I want you to know, we've been floored by how many people have made a gift to the ministry and asked for season one of The Chosen. People like Wendy in Wisconsin, who made a gift above and beyond and left us a very friendly note. She's working from home, not getting out much. She said she was so thankful for the godly resources and messages that Haven today has been sharing during this time. Wendy, thank you for your support. And I know you'll enjoy all eight episodes of season one of The Chosen. What about you? You can call us right now at 800 654 2836. 800 65 Haven. Or you can watch some excerpts of The Chosen. See the significance of this series for your life when you visit our website and make your gift there at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And just before we go, I'd like to offer you something that can help focus your prayers right now. It's a large prayer card that fits in your Bible with verses on the front and back about how to pray for your country and its leaders. For your gift of any amount, we'll send you 30 ways to pray for people in authority. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again, we'll talk about prayer and Daniel and our own prayer lives. And we'll do it in light of the great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. After the Cuban Missile Crisis and throughout the Cold War, a number of people in the United States lived in fear of what could happen if ever there was a nuclear attack. And at great expense, some even built bomb shelters, a personal underground fortress to protect them from the fallout. But did that calm their fears and make them feel secure? Well, maybe for a little while, but being human is a terminal condition, and there's only one way to permanently cure your fear of death. Hear these words of Jesus in John 10. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. Now that's the only real life-saving fortress there is. You can get started with Anchor Devotional at getanchor.com.